Hey everybody, Blake with Marble.com here. Uh, we have a special guest on the show today, uh, Mackenzie Davis. Uh, you know her from the AMC show Halt and Catch Fire. Uh, she was also in The Martian and one of the recent episodes of Black Mirror, which is getting a lot of acclaim. Um, she's in a new independent film called Always Shine, which is uh, the darling of the season. Uh, it's really good. You should check it out. And um, stay tuned. Um, I got to say, first, thanks for taking the time. In probably six months, you'll be like the biggest star in the world if you're not already, because your trajectory just keeps going the biggest up star and up. in the world. <laughs> um, I mean, all the movies you have lined up are, are huge, and you got major parts, so congratulations. Thank you. Um, so let's talk about, for Always Shine, like, that, you, I, all the questions I have for you are kind of spoilery, so I won't okay. ask them, but I, 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 I know I can say we're throwing knives. Sorry. Um, <laughs> I can say, like, there was, like, watching you act in this was, like, one of those movies where I'm like, that is an actor. Like, that, it was so great. Like, the one scene where you're doing a, um, you're helping your, your friend do the reading of the lines. Oh, yeah, and then yeah, you, the trolls. you turn that... Like I had to pause and just think about that for a second. Like, what what can you say about the movie without spoiling it for the fans who would want to check it out? Um. Well, it's a it's a thriller about I don't know. I'm so bad at giving pitches for movies <laughs> without just walking you through every plot detail. But um, yeah, it's just about these two friends who have a contentious sort of jealous relationship to actresses one slightly more successful than the other but it feels enormously more successful to the one that isn't as successful which is my character Anna um, and they go up to Big Sur uh, for a weekend to sort of reconnect and all of their uh, jealousies and rivalries sort of boil over and explode in various ways um, and the movie is uh, you know a, a, a pretty classic thriller genre movie but it also deals a lot in the sort of oppressive uh, modes of femininity that women are asked to play and what can happen when you fit women into smaller and smaller boxes and tell them that they're failing to fit they're going to explode at some point and this movie is that explosion and a lot of it too it's like do you see not some of the major things that happen middle or end part but you see a lot of that kind of rivalry I mean as an actor as well no um, I'm, I'm not really to be honest um, I know that Sophia the director sort of wrote this movie um, uh, therapeutically examining some really negative feelings that she'd been having um, and so it does draw from that sort of a relationship but my understanding of it has always been more about um, the sort of performance of femininity than about the actor relationship mm -hmm. um, and how that's the thing that causes the explosion. Not the competitiveness for being actresses, that's a surrogate for all this other stuff. But oh, wow. That um, these girls trying to be the sort of woman that they've been told to be their entire lives and one can do it more fluidly than the other and the other fails at it and, um, and that feeling of failure results in all the sort of poisonous and hard, ugly things that come about in the film. It's a real pitch for your Marvel <laughs> audience. <laughs> so it's a feminist thriller. That's what I'm avoiding saying. <laughs> I want to say, too, I mean, like I said, your your performance in it was, like, so awesome. Did that 
it was it hard to like lose yourself from that when you when you rap for the day? Uh, no, because I'm not um, a psychopath. <laughs> um, what was really hard is the 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 movie requires a little bit of um, uh, I want to say anamorph, but I mean morphing um, between different sort of versions of a self. And there's um, a really cathartic version, Anna. Um, my character and there's a character that's very um, sort of deferent, classically feminine, um, soft, meek, shy, doesn't interrupt, isn't aggressive and that was uh, excruciating to play because really? it was not active, you, there's nowhere to go, you didn't have a voice, you felt like Ariel, like you just had your voice ripped out for this chance to be with a man and it was... Um, yeah, for both of us, really, really difficult to connect with that sort of voiceless self because, I don't know, you just sort of felt like you were looking out um, from inside this beautiful prison. <laughs> That's crazy. This is, is, I mean, obviously you're on Hot and Catch Fire and you have all these big budget movies coming out. Is it, is it refreshing to come back and do like a smaller scale film like this? I mean, yeah, this is... Um, we shot this two years ago and it's still the most creatively fulfilling experience I've ever had and I hope to do many more uh, with Sophia and her husband uh, Lawrence Levine who wrote the script um, we shot the movie in Big Sur with just a four person crew and two actresses and then you know the, the, the few other people that appeared in the movie would come up for a day we all lived in a house together and did exercises every morning to connect with each other and really created this sort of um, you know, cult in Big Sur that was so uh, just fun and let I mean, it was really hard to watch the movie the first time I saw it was at um, the Tribeca Film Festival in April and I'd never seen it before and we saw it with an audience and we'd been lulled into this safety net with Sophia where we really did anything for her and it's resulted in some pretty uh, like ugly intense performances that I know that that's the goal but it's really hard to watch <laughs> so um, kudos to her for creating a space and an environment where we would just do anything and 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 she made us feel safe enough and reined it in when it needed to be reined in but um, really let us be sort of horrible and ugly mm. it's funny you mentioned that too because uh, like like you said Sophia and her husband have almost this little community of actors they're like building something from the ground up I know it's so speaks. nice yeah it's like traveling group of artists making things together it's hard it's a really lonely job being an actor you're away from people all the time you're stopping and starting things all the time you get to go places and meet new people and that's great but it's really I don't know you know the movie comes out a year later or two years later and you hope it's good and you want to make something good but your whole life isn't the movie your whole life is the making of this thing and you kind of I don't know I, I it feels more and more important to me to seek out projects with like-minded people that are gonna nourish me in the way that this movie nourished me because or else it's such a sort of waste to just be away all the time and not feel like it's a really valuable experience. So is this something where like now that you're a part of their club you might be in another one of their... I'm angling for it. <laughs> I just moved down the street from them in a very chill Was that, an <laughs> was that by accident or was that... No. <laughs> like if you guys need me, right here. we're here. <laughs> um, I want to ask too, kind of touching on that a little, but since it's 
Marvel and there's a community of like nerds. Like, what are you kind of personally? What are your hobbies to unwind? Like, what do you like to do? Do you collect anything? Do you watch like certain films? What's your kind of um, not really. Uh, oh wait, that's <laughs> weird. <laughs> you just no, work and sit there. <laughs> no, I don't. Anything. Um, I don't know. I just got a house, um, as I said, around like very close to Sofia. But um, we have to build everything and fix everything. It's this old home in LA that is. Um, I like projects that feel uh, very active and like tangible in my off time. <laughs> I feel like so much of my job is in the hands of other people and spending this time away and doing my part of a large project that I get to see the finished product of, but I don't have an actual hand in, in the mechanics of creating. And when I'm not doing that, I really like like building a table oh, or awesome. wiring the thermostat it's so i mean that will change once all that's done and i am no longer enthralled with being an adult and <laughs> living in a home but for the time being i just feel so gratified to do um things that i can like touch and be like that's done now i started it and now i finished it and it's done it's really a nice feeling have you ever thought of being like a tv house flipper or whatever like i would love to but i think they're all really weird <laughs> i also can't tell the lines between like acting and reality and there's all these like hey i thought i'd stop by to see how the renovations are going along like oh god it's <laughs> in the middle of everything and it's so i don't know it just seems like a real lie um so yeah, I would love to be a host of one yeah, of those shows. Yeah, the first truthful uh, house flipping show. <laughs> because I would just be like, you have to wait until it's done, and you're not going to get any footage <laughs> in between then. That's <laughs> amazing. It's cool that the fans would want to have you be another it's, part of that world. Yeah, it's cool. It's cool. There's such a tight, small fan base for Halt and Catch Fire that, um, I don't know, it always feels really lovely when they are supportive of anything, because... Uh, I don't know. I really appreciate the people who watch the show. I think it's really special, and it feels, um, it feels special that it's this tight knit small community, and the people who know know, and the people who don't probably will never know. Hmm. But I like that it's this sort of like private inside thing. And it's such a shame that it's ending though, too, because that's like you said, it's such a wonderful show. And but you know what? I said this before I even started the show, and. I think it's an amazing show and I love it so much but I really don't think you need more than three or four seasons to tell a story it's fair I think the longer it goes even with the best shows characters start repeating themselves too much you can predict their behavior or it becomes outlandish so they don't predict their behavior I don't think human beings are like endlessly well I do fascinating although I, I, I do in a way but not if you're monitoring these big events like they're gonna replicate their responses to things mm. and they're not always gonna evolve sometimes they're gonna harden and they're gonna get worse and sometimes they're gonna be I don't know redundant and I think it's really cool that they're giving us another season and we'll know it's the last and we can close it out um, with that knowledge beforehand but not try and drain every ounce of rivalry and love affair and tension out of these people i think it's really respectful to give it four seasons and i'm so happy that we get that and it kind of touched on that too on top of all that you're also in a part of an important family with black mirror now yeah which has got to be i mean I, that cha that show changed my life the first you know what was the first, first episode you watched oh i went straight through like, I haven't seen your season yet, honestly. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yet. But what was but the first? Oh, you started I went from through the episode National Anthem one, and then, yeah. What was your episode that, like, freaked you out the most? The entire history of you. 
which one was it? The one where you can record the memories oh, and yeah, play that, them back yeah. to people, and it's like the erasure of perspective and nuance. Mine was the American Idol episode, like where they're on the. Mm, we'll talk after. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, being a part of that's got to be crazy too. It's so it, it's really. I sound like such a Pollyanna all the time. <laughs> but I, we showed it to Toronto, and I was such a fan of the show and, and never even had ambitions to be on it because there's certain things just don't feel a part of your world. It didn't feel a part of my world, and like that would come my way. So I never inquired about it or would look into being in it because it was this better thing that existed from far away. And we all were like happy to bootleg it when we could get a torrent from the internet. Mm. <laughs> um, and then I was at Toronto and we were doing this Q&A afterwards and I was just looking around and I couldn't believe that I was on stage answering questions about Black Mirror. It was so cool. Like, I had such a, a cool experience to be such a big fan of something and then get to be included. Uh, it's it's really blows me away and I'm so grateful that they let me be a part of it. Oh, that kind of, I mean, mentioning that too, like, your acting choices have been on point so far too so is that just are you like luck looking out right now are you very systematic in what you're you're picking or, or I don't know if I'm systematic in terms of like a plan I don't have one but <laughs> I do I don't know I'm really opinionated and critical of the things I watch and the things I like and um as much as possible it's hard sometimes to really connect with your taste if you're like, oh, I haven't worked in a while and I really want to work. Should I just do this? And sometimes I've made mistakes and worked on things that I, I knew I shouldn't have worked on. Um, but I just like the feeling of being on set and being with people. So I wanted to do something. But for the most part, I'm just trying to like, connect with, like, do I actually think this is cool? Do I, like, is this something I've done before? Are you doing this just because it's easy for you and you know how to do this sort of a character? Or is this something that would be sort of humiliating if you did it badly? And so I'm trying to do those things. What's the secret to staying so grounded in a world that's, in the industry that's so not, not that? I don't know. I always laugh when actors are like, you know, I stay grounded because I've got great family and friends. Like, if you need to think about it, what are you talking about? Like, if you believe that your shit sounds good, then you already have a problem. So I don't, it's not uh, an equation that really comes up very often for me. It just feels, like, embarrassing to think. That answers itself. You know? You're saying that, yeah. Um, I know, I mean, can you mention, touch on some of the other films you have upcoming because you got some, some, Big I things. have uh, Blade Runner coming out next year, right around, I guess, October 17th or something. It's so crazy that they already have that date out there. I think they're just finishing filming right now, so that's amazing I guess me. that experience was uh, amazing. crazy, too, yeah. It's so cool, and so I think Denny's like, one of our true greats, and I'm so grateful to work with him. Um, and I have Tully, which I'm actually just finishing filming here this week, uh, which is uh, Jason Reitman's movie with Charlize oh, cool. Theron. And um, yeah, we just shot that in Vancouver for a month, have a couple more days here, and then we're all done. And I don't know when that will come out, but I love it, and it's great. Um, I think that's it, right? Yeah. Yeah. I think you had one more on IMDb. I don't know. Maybe it's pre-production. I don't yeah. know. I don't know. Um, 
and Home Catch Fire season four, which will come out next year. And Always Shine fans, this will come out. Oh my god, probably. and Always Shine, which yeah. is stupid. It's the most important of all of those. Um, I'm so excited about this movie. I hope people see it. I know it's hard to see really small, limited release movies, especially that they're being released in Oscar season. Um, but it's really special and it's really cool and it's it's uh, yeah, I'm very proud of it. And it comes out. November 25th in New York, December 2nd in other cities in America, and um, and then I think it's on video on demand on December 2nd as well. Oh, yeah, so I go see, see it in theaters. Your performance in it was just amazing. So Thank just you. Bravo. Cool. Well, thanks for watching. Uh, thanks for taking the time. We yeah. appreciate it. All right. That's it, everybody. I just want to say thanks to Mackenzie for taking the time. I uh, had a great time chatting with her. I uh, also want to thank Rob and Guillermo over at uh, Brigade Marketing for setting it all up. And uh, thank you guys for listening. This is Marvel, your universe.